Hello, welcome to segment three of Loa Presents. There is a sound. Are you the sound or just noise? I am not even going to waste a whole bunch of time. Some of you already know, for those of you who don't, I am Teresa Lyons-Smith, the founder and director of Loa Light on a Hill and Loa Live. And we are in the crux of this series. There is a sound. Are you the sound or just noise? We have been in the presence of some phenomenal individuals just giving us these downloads of great information and wisdom and that we can all benefit from. And so we're going to continue to do so in this segment. I am so graced to be in the presence of this amazing man and woman of God. They are pastors, but they are also parents. They are just everyday, real live folk. Um, they are and have been and continue to be consistent um, in their message, whether it is through preaching, whether it's through living, just, just like I said, they are pastors, they are parents, they are, uh, you know, a woman and man, you know, and in this time, um, I'm sure you won't be shocked to see that they are black <laughs> uh, women and men, amen? And that, so we are living in a time that has been the cause for this series, there is a sound. Are you the sound or just noise? And so I'm going to make my statement concerning sound and noise. And then we're going to just, y'all know what I like to say, get our socks blessed off by just getting a download from our guest today, who is Pastor Michael and Jamie Weatherby. And so we're going to jump right in. And we know that this will just continue to enlighten you, encourage you, invoke you, provoke you, um, all those great things that are in need for such a time as this. Um, so we're going to continue on. And when we think of sound, uh, sound is intentional. It is purposed. It is focused. It is destined. It is considerate. Sound is aware of the space it needs to fill and the effect or result, if you will, um, of what it's looking for, right? And so noise is the opposite. Noise, although it has intentions, it's not intentional. Um, it is disruptive, it is invasive, it is distractive, you know, and, and very inconsiderate um, and doesn't care about the need um, of the space that it needs to fill because it just consumes um, unwelcomed at that. And so when we think about where we are, um, again, we want to welcome Pastor Jamie and Pastor Michael Weatherby. I'm just honored and humbled to be sitting here with them. Um, we want to dive in. When, when you think about sound and noise in that way, um, one, I would want to ask how, what, what do you think is some of the noise that we are contending with right now. You want to go first? There you go. Okay, so, and uh, thank you for having us today. Thank you. Teresa, we appreciate it. Uh, to those that watch and watch, we pray that you'll be blessed. Um, so let's talk about it, the dy dynamic between sound and noise. Um, as you were mentioning, sound being intentional, sound being purposeful, sound being very direct of knowing what target it wants to hit to fill the space and as, for, as a opposed to noise. Noise is just uh, obtrusive, distracting, and things of that nature. 
Uh, so when we take it from that from that perspective, noise that we hear, we're hearing racial injustice, we're we're yeah. hearing of uh, pandemics, we're hearing of uh, election, <laughs> we're yeah. hearing yeah. it's just it's a, and then for some of us, it's some of us like that's too big to think. So some of us, you got your own bills you're trying to pay, yeah. you got your own kids you're trying to raise, you're just yeah. trying to make it day by day, just trying to keep your mind together. Uh, in light of everything that's happening, I gotta be. A, I, I used to send my kids to school. Now I gotta be the teacher and work at the same time. So much, so much noise that is yeah. that has happened in our life. So we miss um, the intentionality of the sound because our 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 focus is so all over the yeah. place because we're busy trying to, as I like to say, uh, uh, put tape on a bucket that is filled with water. Uh, and you know when that happens, it's like when you fill one bucket, then another hole pops yeah. out, and then so we're basically literally trying to hold our life together yeah. with tape. Mm. Uh, and the reality is, we never take a chance to just take a step back and hear the sound from God yeah. uh, that will allow us to uh, um, to build our uh, build our lives together. Uh, I'm currently, um, and my wife will attest to this. We're, we're currently actually since I would say the end of September. Um, We've been teaching a series on prayer, and this is mm. this would this would bode well for everybody, whether you saved or not. You need to hear this. Watch this. Um, prayer is so powerful, and I think most of everybody should I say everybody knows the value of prayer, mm. right? Everybody knows it's important to pray, whether you saved or not. Everybody mm. knows they should pray. I think people neglect though mm. the responsibility of prayer because they don't recognize the value of it. Uh, or they don't have results, they lack results, so they shy away from it. Uh, but it's interesting something Jesus said uh, when he turned the tables over in the temple. He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. And, and a lot of times the church has been built on everything but that. We built it on worship, we built it on uh, performance, we built it on pre presentation. And we miss the intentionality of what prayer is because prayer actually, as I've been teaching, makes our life very accurate. Yes. It makes our life so we can hear the sound and then we know exactly what we ought to do yes. when we get up and say amen. So prayer actually, again, removes us from the, the noise mm -hmm. and places us into the sound uh, of how we um, how we should live our life. It's, it's, it's crazy how we always turn around and we see Jesus praying. And then once he gets up from praying, all everybody is amazed by all the miracles and the messages that he preached. But we missed the part where Jesus drew away by himself to pray. Mm -hmm. Because again, he understood, I need to hear a sound from heaven because that's what's actually directing my movement in the earth. Yeah. As opposed to the noise from this earth is reactive. Uh, and then I should pray. Like uh, uh, People crack me up. I, 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 I don't want to seem like I'm going too long, but... People crack me up that sit in church and something happens and they they be like, oh, now it's time to pray. <laughs> the reality is, if you're living um, the life that God intends for us, prayer should always, always. Mm -hmm. be yeah. the priority. Yes. So when the noise happened, like a storm yes. that Jesus walked through, you know how, uh, you know exactly how to attack it because the sound from heaven through your prayer life. Um, has directed your steps. Prayer makes our life very accurate. Yes. Plain and simple. That's that's powerful. And you know, as you said, whether you are saved or not, whether you are a Christian or not, whether you are a believer or not, there's something innate in us mm -hmm. that yeah. 
uh, invokes us to call on something, as yeah. many of us like to say, you yeah. know, even to say we call yeah. the Holy Spirit something. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I always mention this, you know, I introduced myself as Teresa Lyons Smith, but in addition to being the founder and director of Lowe, and quite frankly, before that, I'm an evangelist. Mm. So that's the verbiage mm. that I speak, you know. Um, but like you said, oftentimes we are pretty much in, uh, I'm paraphrasing what, what I hear, hear you saying is, sometimes we position ourselves in mm. a position of reacting instead of being preventative, mm -hmm. right? And so prayer is essential it's in our position of being preventative. Mm -hmm. um, because like you said, it, it puts us in a place of hearing accurately and mm -hmm. seeing accurately. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one of the things that um, I hear you saying yep. is one of the sounds, you know. Yep. Um, and even our ability to hear comes mm -hmm. from being willing yep. to set aside, yep. set ourselves aside. Mm -hmm. um, we were speaking prior to um, recording this segment, and you all were mentioning the importance of identity. Mm -hmm. um, what would you, because I, I definitely believe that a lot of the issue is there is seriously an identity crisis. Um, I believe that a great deal of it comes from, because the noise is in so many different aspects of our life, mm -hmm. um, that when we are not present mm -hmm. in a position of prayer, mm -hmm then it's easy to be tossed and yep. pulled mm -hmm. so many different ways and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, what what would you say that um, not knowing your identity, how that contributes to being a victim of the noise? Yeah. Mm. It runs, I'll, I'll say that anxiety, it runs your life like anxiety, depression. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Chaos period. Um, like for example, and um, this is to ascribe to those who, you know, not in the church or it's a lot like you just mentioned with the the children, mm -hmm. um, and trying to do school. Like, I don't know. God just been like overwhelming me with yeah. the thoughts of compassion and like yes. what's going on. And I started a job when the pandemic first started, mm -hmm. and um, it was something new that I'd never done before. Mm -hmm. So I was all excited. And then the day that I started, like that week is when they started telling everybody to stay home. And for this wow. job, for me to do it, I needed wow. to be in a group setting. Um, I did not know what I was doing. Mm. And they were talking to me like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and I did not know what I was doing in that role. Mm -hmm. So I'm just feeling, I'm feeling guilty because I'm like, I'm getting paid. And I don't know what I'm doing. And then I'm also at the time mm -hmm. I was doing with adoption. I was mm -hmm. adoption caseworker. Okay. So, like, this wow. is sensitive. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to know what I'm doing with the clients, making sure. Yes. And the thing was, I was meeting with the clients, but I had yes. to write pro child profiles. Mm -hmm. I had to do child prep. I had to do um, um, finding parents and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And wow. they're telling me to do this and other. And I knew I wasn't doing adequate. I mm -hmm. wasn't being adequate. And I, I was sad every day. Like, I was... Uh, uh, I would tell my husband, I, I was miserable in this position because I didn't know, in, 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 in terminology, I didn't know who I was in that role because I didn't learn it. And where they could have taught me, I wasn't learning it because I wasn't out of the presence. I was out of that presence. And so um, I had to leave the job. And mm -hmm. I felt almost like a failure. I was like, God, you gave me this or, you know, whatever we go yeah, through. Yeah. And whatever I do, um, 
my trade, whatever I do, I want to do it to the best. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, so much so I remember when I had my first job and I had cleaned toilets and I did it so well. well he complimented me. I left it. I was a teenager. But it was like, I just said, I couldn't not, like, yeah. just, you know, a little bit. I just would do it to the capacity yeah. that I knew I could. Yeah. And I was feeling so down that I could not yeah. serve the clients well and do what I needed to do. And um, be like, you know how we say typical caseworkers, yeah. you know, when people don't want to see caseworkers. Right. They leave right. work everywhere. And I didn't want to be that person. Yes. But God was dealing with me in that moment um, that... It's okay to step back. And I think the world right now, um, whether it be outside yeah. or in the church, yeah, everybody's yeah. trying to act like nothing's going on. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. just trying to, all right, continue the best way you can. You know, like, uh, yeah, growing up, if you, you something happened in your parents, you're like, all right, well, just get that and put that together. And that's what the, yeah. it's like the whole system is yeah. doing. Like, all right, well, go home with your computers and, and do the work there. or And then do your kids there and... It's, it's, it's bound to crack, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then we're at church, and then it's, it's situations of, should we bring the people in? Should we not? Is that faith? Is that not? And and the right. same thing in, in the jobs is, a, you know, their money, because they're serving their God, and right. so they're like, should we bring them right. in? Are we going to lose money and all this? And it's really a recalibration of, I do believe identity will be found here. Yeah. That's yeah. why we, we have to teach. That's why whether it, it, we got to pull back, and, and I think a lot of people are feeling anxiety. Like, I'm not doing what I could do at my best of my ability. Mm -hmm. I'm not um, doing what I need to do. But that's when you pull back and say, and nobody is saying that. Nobody's mm -hmm. saying, it's okay. Like, wait a minute. Like, until you bring it up, yeah. I would say in the time where I was at, it was like, we understand, not everybody. Yeah. I would tell you. But they was like, we understand. You're right. You can come back when it's, you know, if right. it ever gets better. But right. the thing I believe in the sound is that, to not, I think we're responding to the noise, like Pastor was just saying. Yeah. We're responding to the yes. noise, so we're grasping and, and, and trying yeah. to make this. Even the world, responding yeah. to the noise. Okay, uh, so we got the shootings, and so then the Black Lives Matter, we came out, and mm -hmm. we we forget that, so now we got masks going in the groups, yeah. and you get, because we got to respond to this, right. and, and, and it's like what you say, urgent and important. So mm -hmm. you forget the importance and we're doing urgent things, just trying to get the stuff done. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like, oh, wait, the pandemic's still going on, so the numbers should up. All right, shut back now. Okay, now it's like we just, it's just around and around. But at the end of the day, I do believe that this is a time, like you said, to get our identity because if we're in a place where we step back, regroup, yes. rethink, mm -hmm. if, if, and we're not, we can't, I'm going to say this, you have to allow yourself. Yeah. Don't look for permission yeah. from... The powers that be. Yeah. You're gonna have to pull back yourself and yeah. really say, okay, let me regroup, let me and it's okay. This is a okay. moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a moment. I, I believe yeah. wow. um a lack of identity opens the door for an abundance of experimentation. Yeah. A lack of identity opens the door for an abundance of experimentation. When you don't know who you are, you are liable to do what you mm. what you are not in, a, in abundance. Um, and I always use this analogy. It's amazing to me how people go to the gas, go to the gas station, pull up in front of the, the pump, and they never pray because they know what to do. Right. Most folks, <laughs> because they don't know who they are, knowledge, they don't have no no awareness of who they are, so they try different things. You try this relationship, try this prayer thing, try this church thing, that don't work. Let me try this this religion thing, that, that don't work. Let me right. go over here. 
they're literally experimenting with life because there is no, uh, there is a lack of identity. And so when you know who you are, you also know who you are not. Right. When you know who you are, if yes. I am a teacher, if I am a teacher, I won't be going to be found on the basketball court. Yes. Therefore, there, therefore, I know how to spend my time and I know yes. how I, where not to spend my time. Yes. So, again, a lack of identity means that there's going to be a, a, a whole abundance of experimentation with life. So mm -hmm. That's what it boils down to. Okay. Wow. So, I want to start going back to mm -hmm. what Pastor Jamie was saying. Because what I heard you saying was which is a life lesson in and of itself that will mm -hmm. save your life mm -hmm. is being willing. Willing to care enough, one, about yourself mm -hmm. and then about the bigger picture and purpose to be willing to say, you know what? I might not be the best person mm -hmm. to do this. Mm -hmm. And even if it comes down to something that you really want to do, mm -hmm. Being willing to say, as much as I want to do this, I'm not really ready to do this in a way that will be beneficial and the most effective. So let me step back, mm -hmm. right? When I think about that, I think about how so much time is spent trying to make sure we are identified as the church mm. versus them. Right, and I'm gonna do a whole another series on they them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I that is so powerful, Pastor Jen, Jenny, because at the end of the day, that the fact that you can even get to that point to take the ownership and mm -hmm. the and be willing to take that position mm -hmm. is a certain mindset, right? Mm -hmm. So I I believe that even the very best of us really could use a season of taking a class of some realistic expectations, mm. right? Yes. And so that we can, because I think some of the pressure comes from the disease I like to call unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And I think some of it, and the older I get, I'm realizing that some of it comes from the expectations that we put on ourselves mm -hmm. out of the pressure of the expectation we let other people exactly. put on us. Exactly. And and that makes me think of the position that we're in, mm -hmm. right? That I don't think this is a time, and I, I, you know, I, I'll get some more slack for it. It's okay. I'm going to keep saying it to the Lord tell me to say different. I don't think this is the time to separate ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think we are a world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is in need. Yes. Mm -hmm. And not everybody has the, the answers. Right. Not every one person. Right. And, you know, Jesus was a drawer. Mm -hmm. exactly. Right. And he drew by some very specific things, by yeah. love and kindness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he, he drew by compassion. Mm -hmm. yeah. He drew, you know, by understanding, yeah. you know, and I, and I always say um, one of the things that we do lack mm -hmm. is understanding. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that i like to share a revelation God gave to me about understanding is we can interpret understanding as the truth. Mm -hmm. So when we say in all thy getting, get an understanding, what mm -hmm. he's really saying in all thy getting, get the truth, mm -hmm. but not just any truth, get my truth. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a truth, mm -hmm. pastors, I think there's a truth, mm -hmm. a God intended truth 
that is a way, right? Because this way that you were saying, we done tried this, we done tried that. Mm -hmm. You know, we have we've been experimenting. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I love the church, mm -hmm. but but I love the church enough to say we've been experimenting because mm -hmm. we haven't spent that time. Yep in the place of getting instruction, in the mm -hmm. place of prayer. Mm -hmm. And so we've been experimenting, and not just amongst ourselves, but we've been experimenting with the ones that we were supposed to be drawing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, man, y'all just said so much. Can I speak to that? Yes. How can you influence what you never come in contact with? Jesus, Jesus said, I've called you. Well, no, first, one passage of Scripture he talks about he told the he told the uh, uh, the disciples beware of the the yeast. Yes. Right. Don't be affected by the yeast of the Pharisees. Yes. But then um, another passage of scripture he he says that you are salt and you are light. Yes. Yes. Salt can salt cannot flavor food yes. if it never actually comes in contact yes. with the food. Yes. Yes. The darkness can never be influenced by light if the light never actually comes in contact with the light. How can you influence with never what you never come in contact with if how can you bake a cake if the eggs don't ever come into contact with the flour? The flour don't come into contact with yeah. I, I don't claim to be a baker. Mm -hmm. But there are some things that can never be influenced if we never mm -hmm. actually come together. Come together, yeah. Right? And uh, for his purpose, of course, because that, yes. that's the that's most right. important thing. His purpose, that's right. that's his right. will, even though that are unseen, you got to do his purpose, that's right. his will. Uh, because again, that's how you're going to win. Uh, many are the plans of man, even your plans, but yeah. it's God's purpose that's going to prevail. Yeah. Uh, and that's not no religious context. That's just what it that's, is. That's it, what it is. It, it's, it's, it's His purpose yeah. Yeah. Um, that's going to prevail. So, but as far as His kingdom is concerned, it must come in, come in contact with this world. Yes. Why is that? Because as Jesus taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done yes. on earth, yes. like it is in heaven. That can't happen if the church don't ever get out, to the, get out to the earth. Right. That's right. Period. It just it just can't happen. That's right. Um, so that's the dynamic that is being flipped now because again, like you said, we're we're turning off of uh, God is literally taking over His church again. Particularly this. Uh, yes. I, I'm really into this heavy this this westernized 21st century American church. God has really taken over this church because we've created something that He's never called. He never called. And like yes. I said this morning. He, God is not ever get obligated to be anything he did not create. That's it. Even if it's the 21st century westernized celebrity gospel preacher <laughs> centric yeah. church. That's, That's it. it. If I could, on the thought that you just had also was when you were saying um, if we don't have knowledge and the, the, the know-how or the know-it to how to do it. And I believe that we have been attempting something as um, even before this pandemic came in, I mm -hmm. oh no, when it was going on, mm -hmm. um, I was telling me about Noah, and he started taking me down to the point of a lot of us get a word and hear what he had, he said. I yes. just the yes. boat, but then he gave him instructions. Yeah, and we don't details. get the instructions. We don't yeah. get the details. We just hear we got to build the boat, and we just go about and figure, figure it out how to do it. We gonna do it. Yeah. We anxious. I'm it gonna took, make this boat when you read it. It took many many years for him to do it. But we want to do it like that. Overnight. So mm -hmm. I always, um, it was something I said, don't don't get a picture in your mind that God never gave you. Yeah. He couldn't create the boat off of his picture. Because yeah. right now, we when we think about the boat, right? When yeah. I heard about it when I was a little kid, yeah. I thought about the boats that I see. Right. Not right. the one he built. Right. 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 And the thing is that 
that's what God was even doing with me back then was we need instructions. And that's why he had to have us pull back because we didn't have instructions. And we were just going about, like you said, doing church. The world going about doing what they're doing. Everybody figuring out what they want to do. Like you said, coming together and everybody always, and I tell my children this, God did not make all these cultures and races for us to be separate. And I, that's that's man and when the enemy got it. It was to complement each other. It was to build each other. It's, it's things that we know when we look at different ethnicities and different uh, 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 cultures that we grow and we need each other. We can yes. never be without each other. Yes. We could never be without never. each other. And so therefore, we need to get instructions from God. We need to get the instructions and then go about, but we've been doing it backwards. We've been hearing the word been and out. We've been reactive off the noise instead of being intentional about getting the and sound from heaven. creating noise. Yeah, some of us we create ourselves. That's so We've been intentional about that, and mm -hmm. and and something I, I I like even in this time, Jesus says something so important that I think a lot of church folks even miss it. Jesus says, "I have sheep that are not of my fold." Mm -hmm. Most church folks they have their picture of who should be in here, mm -hmm. and like we're talking about, how can you influence what you never come in contact with? Maybe the sheep that Jesus has. Don't look like you. Don't look like you. And I'm not even just talking about, I'm not even just talking about color-wise. That's right. Maybe he got some Muslim sheep That's right. that you ain't talking right. yet. That's right. Some Buddhist sheep, some Islamic right. sheep. But we're so because we've created these boxes of how the kingdom should operate. So we say mm -hmm. God is resetting some things. That's what's that's what's so important. That's what's so amazing to me. Because Jesus preached to the Samaritan. Yes, he did. And the Jew. Yes, it amazes did. me that Jesus was a Jew and never preached Judaism. <laughs> I'll leave it there. I'm going to get in trouble. Wow. So, again, we could feast. We could feast. We could feast off the, the things that you guys are sharing. Like, we could feast off of that. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the things that I'm seeing clearer you know, I always say we keep blaming stuff on Corona. Corona didn't cause anything. It's been exposing and revealing yes. a whole lot. Period. Um, but it's powerful um, what you all are describing really as the position of the church and, mm -hmm. and the believer. And mm -hmm. one of the things that is sorrowful to me mm -hmm is that we confess and profess to, and, and again, we are not bashing the church, but if something is broken or wrong and you don't address it, you can't fix it. And so I think one of the things the church has become is so defensive about what is wrong. So when something is like, it doesn't take away from what we're doing right, but mm -hmm. what we're doing right ain't the problem. Mm -hmm. What we're doing wrong is what has to be addressed and fixed. Mm -hmm. And I think the first step to that is to be willing to acknowledge that this work that we mm -hmm. exist for, this purpose that we exist for, is not just for the church. Mm -hmm. The church is not called to uh, church to the church, to minister to the church, to right. preach to the church. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I think it's the, the message that you all have about the importance, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but just the importance of being in a position mm -hmm. To be available mm -hmm. um, to get information, mm -hmm. information that we need, 
you know, and, and to be led, to mm -hmm. be directed, to be in the place mm -hmm. where what if the person holding the key to this change that is happening is a Muslim, mm -hmm. is a Buddhist. Can I, can I say, yes. speak to that? I think what, what we miss is, is the reality is we're, it's moving from having church to actually a shift to really what the kingdom of God is. Yeah. Yes. And if we don't understand the kingdom, it's amazing how a lot of folks sit in church but don't know really know what the kingdom is. If you don't understand the kingdom of God, then you really miss the importance of the message of Jesus. Yes, yes. Because the only thing Jesus talks about, for real, for real, if you could y'all research me on it, the only thing Jesus talked about was the kingdom of God. Yes, right? yes. Even so, to the point, I believe that this prophetically where we where we are is in Matthew chapter twenty four, mm -hmm. and and what Matthew twenty four is if you don't if you go home well you're home so read it. Um, it's one of the most important verses that we have. I believe we're in that time. This is literally Jesus. The disciples asked Jesus, "Well, when is going to be the signs of the end times?" Yes. Jesus go through this whole whole litany of this is going to happen, rumors of wars, wars, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff, earthquakes, yes. all that stuff happen. And then he says something so phenomenal. He says, that's actually just the beginning of the birth pains. Mm -hmm. Then he says, and then this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached. Watch this as a witness and as a testimony to all the world. Watch this. And then the end will come. So the end is not predicated on the events. It's literally predicated on the message that the church preaches. Wow. And the message has to be the kingdom wow. of God. So again, we're moving from shifting from having church now to the focus has to be the, the kingdom. So Jesus' return is literally predicated on the message that the, the church is preaching. So Jesus ain't coming back until the church starts talking about the kingdom. And that's what the kingdom is about. It's not about what we made up and called the kingdom. It's something that you said. Me doing the same with my father said. Mm -hmm. The words that I speak are not my own, but it's the father in me. He yeah. does the work. And yeah. some of you pointed out a couple of weeks ago in reference to that is the church, ecclesia. We are the echo mm -hmm. and only say what God is saying. Mm -hmm. And I think we've been saying what we want to say. What we've been saying. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to just be echoing. We're supposed to be the the sounding, like you said, the sound. we supposed to be releasing the sound of what. God is saying and echoing what God is saying and in the that's earth. that's the kingdom in the nation. And that's why the earth is, is, is the moaning earth. and groaning. The earth is moaning and groaning, and waiting we, for the manifestation, manifestation. of the And signs. I believe that this is, Corona has set up for the manifestation to come. Mm -hmm. I do believe that. Um, and that we will be sounding, because God's purpose will be done. Period. Period. Yeah. Wow. I, I know you are full. Uh, if you are like me, you will be watching this segment probably about five, six, seven, <laughs> nine times. Um, but what we are going to do, um, because it's so great, is we're going to ask Pastor Jamie and Pastor Michael to um, join us for the rest of this segment. Um, but right now, we would like to have them give information about where you can find their ministry, um, the Hope City Church, the Philadelphia um, location. Well, we're we're part of the Hope City uh, Nation of Churches. Shout out to our overseer and prophetess, overseer David Fitzgerald and prophetess Jocelyn Fitzgerald. We love y'all. They are in located in Charlotte, but we are here located right here in the city of Philly, uh, uh, Philadelphia, uh, in the Germantown section of Philly. 
uh, affectionately we call ourselves Uptown You Now. And so we are excited. We're here located here at 6340 Benton Street. Uh, and uh, I know things are happening. So guess what? Even if you can't come in the building, which we understand, but make sure you tune to us. We're, we're, we're actually online. You can find us, Hope City Christian Church, Philadelphia. And uh, we do worship on Sundays at 9.30 and also at 11.15. And then Tuesday night is our time of Bible study uh, at 7 o'clock. All right. So you can certainly join us during those times. Awesome. And as you know, I'm Teresa Elias-Smith, the director and founder of Lower Light on the Hill and Lower Live. We're asking you, don't, you cannot possibly take all this in and then miss the rest of it. So you want to come back and tune in as we continue with segment three. Um, there is a sound. Are you the sound or just noise? And after hearing that, I know you are invoked and provoked to want to be in position. And so come back and join us for the rest of segment three with Pastor Jamie and Michael Weatherby. God bless you. Remember that purpose is not just what you do. It is not just what you have. Purpose is who you are. Mm -hmm. Join us. God bless you.